I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. I am living the dream. And I want you to live the dream because I'm not living the dream because I'm special. I'm living the dream because I was obedient to the call of the dream. So often we spend our lives wishing and hoping and hoping and wishing and desiring things. This is what I know for sure. You don't get what you wish for. You don't even get what you hope for. You get what you believe. So what is it you believe and know to be God's dream for you? So I live in the dream. I'm living in the space of the dream and dreams good, dreams good. The dream is greater than anything that I could have imagined. I am responsible for the choices that I make in my life. I am responsible. I am responsible. So obviously I grew up and was better able to articulate what those words really mean. And I discovered in physics class, the third law of motion in physics says for every action, it's called Newton's law. And it says for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So what does that mean? That means everything that you are putting out into the world, every action, bam, there is an equal and opposite reaction. It means no matter what you do, the energy of what you do, what you say, and most important, the energy of who you are is going out into the world, into your home, into your relationships, and that energy is always coming back to you. You are responsible for the energy that you are pulling out into the world because that very energy, bam, is coming right back to you every single time, whether you believe it or not, because it is law. It is law. It is law that what you put out into the world is coming back. You have an intention for the thing and that the intention is going to determine the outcome. In this Twitter tweet, meme, mean world that we've created, for our children. The least we can do is consider what we've done and think about the young people, the future, and individually, collectively do the best we can to try and turn this thing around. I blame no one. I look in the mirror. On the other side of it, what an opportunity we have because tomorrow's the first day of the rest of our lives. Everybody wants to fulfill the highest, truest expression of yourself as a human being. That's what you're looking for. The highest, truest expression of yourself as a human being. And because I understand that, I understand that if you're working in a bakery and that's where you want to be, and that may be, the, that may be what you've always wanted to do is to bake mm -hmm. pies for people or bake cakes for people or to offer your gift, then then that's, that's for you. And there's no difference between you and me, except that's, how, that's your platform, mm -hmm. that's your show every day. So my understanding of that has allowed me to, reach you know, everyone. To, to, to reach everyone. And, and there's no way that you wouldn't. 
because that's, that's what I truly feel. So I was torn between what the world was saying to me and what I felt to be the truth for myself. It felt like an unnatural act for me reporting, although I knew that to a lot of people it was glamorous. And I started to just inside myself think, what, what, what do I really want to do, what I really want to do? And I will say this, knowing what you don't want to do is the best possible place to be if you don't know what to do. Because knowing what you don't want to do leads you to figure out what is it you, you really do want to do. Overcoming failure, or even life in general through this whole process, is an inner journey. And I'll explain what I mean by that. One of our biggest challenges with failures is that we start worrying about others' approval and validation. That we're worried about breaking the mold because of what people would say. We're worried about taking a risk because we don't know how someone's going to react. So what's the most difficult thing you've ever overcome in life? Through my head ran sports injuries, ran health challenges, ran emotional challenges. You know, all these different thoughts ran through my head. And the answer came to me and I said to myself, it's not even something I've overcome, but I felt it was the right thing to share. I said that one of the most important things or one of the most difficult things that any of us can overcome, and I haven't overcome it, is living for the perception of others. That's actually one of the most difficult things we can overcome. When we forego the voice of our ego and tune into the voice of our intuition, right? A voice of our ego says, what will people say? The voice of our ego says, what if you don't make it? The voice of our ego says, this part will be safer. This path is better trodden on. And the voice of our intuition is saying, but you don't love that, you love this. This is your heart's calling. This is what's gonna make you happy every day. This, if you can make this work, it will be phenomenal. And that's why I always remind myself, and I've been saying this to myself for years, when I've done jobs I didn't like, when I've done jobs that were okay, and I've done jobs that I've always said to myself, I'd rather die trying to make a difference and not succeed than don't try at all. Because what's exciting is the journey of every day growing and becoming the person I think I need to be to attract the goal that I want. That's more exciting to me than even reaching that goal. Believing every day that it's possible, believing that it's possible, looking at that limitless possibility and working in that way. Therefore, a lot of the challenges we have are simply to give us responsibility for the success that we're about to take on. I hate plan B. And I tell you why, because we have so many doubters we have so many of those people that say no and you can't do it, it's impossible. That is okay because we just turn off, as I said earlier, and we listen and we hear the no being a yes, you can't do it, do it, you can do it, and all of that. So that, that is possible to do that amongst all the negative people around you. But when you start doubting yourself, that's very dangerous. Because now what you're basically saying is, is that if my plan doesn't work, I have a fallback plan, I have a plan B. And that means that you start thinking about plan B and every thought that you put into plan B, you're taking away now that thought and that energy from plan A. And it's very important to understand that we function better if there is no safety net because plan B becomes a safety net. It says that if I fail, then I fall and I get picked up and I have something else there that, was, that will protect me. And that's not good. Because people perform better when there's no safety net. People perform better in sports and everything else 
if you don't have a plan B. I'm telling you, I've never ever had a plan B. I say I made a full commitment that I'm gonna go and be a bodybuilding champion. I made a full commitment that I'm gonna be in America. I made a full commitment that I'm gonna get into show business and I'm going to be a leading man no matter what it takes. I will do the work. I will do the work over and over and over until I get it. So to me, it is very dangerous to have a plan B because you're cutting yourself off from the chance of really succeeding. And the reason, one of the main reasons why people want to have a plan B is because they have worried about failing. What is if I fail, then I don't have anything else. Well, let me tell you something. Don't be afraid of failing because there's nothing wrong with failing. You have to fail in order to climb that ladder. There's no one that doesn't fail.